I'm not going to let it run for 20 minutes this time. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to say something to you you've never heard before. It might be a little long. So. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something I've never heard before. It's called <laughs> effort. I, I know. <laughs> that was uh, good shit. I mean, it was definitely better than the original. I, I liked it. Yeah. The sequel is so. better than the original every time. Oh, I mean, it's like trying to say that, you know, disagreeing that the movie's always better than the book. I mean. Yeah, it's like Half-Life 2. Oh, God. Is <laughs> objectively better than Half-Life 1. Objectively better. It oh, is. Yeah. There's no there's no argument. There's no subjectivity to it. It's this just a, better. This isn't about opinion. It's just yep. simply better. Yep. <clears throat> sure I never is. played 2. So yeah, two's two's the better one because it's two. It's like are you twice. talking two or are you talking Black Mesa, the remake? I'm the talking one? two. Oh no, I don't. I never played two. I never played yeah. Black Mesa either. But the first Dose. one, the OG is still the best, and you can get fucked if you disagree. So yeah, you that's can get that's objective. If you disagree. That's yeah. objective. Of course, you can objectively get fucked. You can objectively get fucked. Objective cock. <laughs> Cockjective. Objectively, Cock. <laughs> balls. <laughs> is that where we're going today, gentlemen? Is that what we're is we're we're going to be ten year olds? This reminds yeah. me of when you launched the rocket. Oh God, damn it! One. <laughs> <laughs> this has been my life for the last several days. <laughs> hey, Dan, have you ever heard of have you ever heard of this game? Fucking Half Life. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of niche. You probably never heard of it. Fifteen fucking years ago, by this and, small uh, company called Valve, <laughs> by this tiny little no-name video game company that they really never went anywhere. So they don't even they don't even sell anything on Steam anymore. So the Black Mesa remake is good, though. I I recommend it. Yeah, at some point I I might sit down and play it. Um, I'm sure all the Half Life fans are listening to the uh, podcast. Oh, as we speak. I'm pretty sure that's our demographic based on the in depth research that I've done. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, millions of of Half Life listeners. I was gonna say viewers. I was like, what the fuck are they watching there, bud? <laughs> 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 I pretty much only play video games in the winter when it's just too goddamn cold to go outside. Yeah, so. me too. Me too. I'm the same way. <laughs> Normally, he's at the gym or running on the treadmill. Doesn't have yeah. time for the fucking video game. So. Got to maintain this slender runner's body. I mean, I, you know, I'd kill to have a body like yours, Adam. That's um, kind of the epitome. You know? Yeah, this is what peak performance looks like. I, I do not disagree in any way, shape, or form. So, good. Gotta hold on a minute, guys. I gotta, I gotta reboot. My sarcasm filter is full, so gotta clear, clear out that cash. So I feel like today's theme is "Welcome to the I Fuck It This Will Do" podcast. Bullshit <laughs> <laughs> uh, podcast. The episode where the theme song is the best part of the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a real low bar. <laughs> All right, folks, I say we're done. Let's go ahead and shut her down now. (laughs) You guys have a good day. There's no point in wasting your time, folks. No point. We're, We're trying to, we're doing this. We do this for you, all right? We need a sponsor just so we can shit talk somebody. Why don't we just pretend we have a sponsor? We're just like, we're like Red Bull.
<laughs> well, I mean, because Red Bull does bring you this podcast in a roundabout way, because I always oversleep on podcast day. And I get up and I shot down a fucking Red Bull, then grab another one and put it at my uh, put it at my desk here and try to stay awake during the podcast. I thought Perfect. you were going to say shove it up your ass. Uh, Red <laughs> Bull suppository. You know, you sort of burn in the candle at both ends. You know, <laughs> put one in the front, one in the back. You know, boof, oh, no. boof a Red Bull. <laughs> I mean, it would work. I don't know. It probably uh, would work, yep. I just I don't know what the repercussions would be. It Dan's would give you like wings. The, yeah. <laughs> Dan's like the only person I know that would spit roast Red Bull. <laughs> spit roast Red Bull. <laughs> Turn me into the London Bridge, you dirty fucking Red Bull. I borrowed Dan's funnel yesterday to change my oil, and it did smell kind of funny. Yeah, I, I do apologize. That was the wrong funnel. Um, yeah, I was wondering why there was a... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. So sorry. Little about gerbil that. poops in it. <laughs> look, it just smelled funny. That's all. It was kind of tiddlywinks. Like the the sh- the narrow end of the funnel smelled a little like ass. <laughs> I want to know why the fuck you're sitting there sniffing a funnel, regardless. Like, I mean, I didn't uh, have to. I did not have to. Uh, this funnel smells like latex and regret. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, we really are going fucking uh, low effort, aren't we? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. This is like... That time in Half-Life. Shut the fuck up. Fucking cut you. (laughs) Let's talk about boofing. Like, who who decided... Who decided that putting things up your... I mean, well, I mean, people put things up their ass. That's fine, whatever. But, like, what made you think, hey, I'm going to put this beer up my ass? You know who invented that, right? What's the backs? No, I don't actually. Uh, Gordon Freeman at the Black Mesa facility. Oh, God damn it, Adam. Uh, was the he was at the bleeding edge of the boofing movement? Okay, first of all, I quit. Second of all, <laughs> don't talk about bleeding edge and boofing at the same time. <laughs> he was on the bleeding edge <laughs> of suppository manufacturing. Yeah, sure was. Boofing, for those of you that don't know, is when you. You put things in your asshole, like drugs and liquor and things like that, to get the effects of them, right? Because your intestines will absorb all that shit quite well. It's what they're designed to do. And you <laughs> you bypass, you know, the top half, the stomach and all that. And the liver that filters the shit out. Yeah, all, yeah, all that ridiculous shit that you, that you typically use. And <clears throat> I'm like, was it, yeah, was it just somebody who couldn't get fucking high anymore? So they put some coke up their ass or what like what what you know i I know guys that have snorted pills and i'm like okay that's a little much but i think i draw the line it i don't even i don't like putting things up my ass when the doctor tells me to i mean so i don't i don't know that i would do it voluntarily to get high so Uh, well i'm gonna say that's a new benchmark for you know what i consider a true addict it's like you're truly addicted to something. My my uh, benchmark before was if you're a heterosexual male and you would suck a dick to get more of whatever in the world substance that you were addicted to. That's a pretty that's, a, that's addiction. But now yeah. I'm going to have to add uh, taking that rectally uh, <laughs> into that uh, 
into that calculation. Have you ever sucked dick for weed? <laughs> um, yeah, I would agree with you on that. Uh, although I would also say um, putting heroin needles in your eyeballs. That was one that when I found out that was a thing. Why would you do that? Freaked me out. Um, because <clears throat> you know your eyeball is like a there's a lot of blood vessels and shit in your eyeball, and um, like kind of when they do it between their toes, it's to hide the track marks. So people don't know. I'm thinking. Yeah, but you could do it, you know, between your toes, right instead of your eyeballs. So yeah, I think it's absorption. Honestly, I That's think it's weird. because of all the blood vessels and shit in your. I eyes. could see how that would absorb, Mister. <sighs> but oh, I mean. When I was younger, cross my eyeball. heart. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, yeah. seeing uh-huh. with your eyes, bleeding edge. <laughs> well, when I was younger, I mean, cross your hope, heart, hope to die, jab a needle in your eye was a thing. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the guy who came up with that was he was a heroin addict. He was giving people <laughs> he just wanted to get away with lying all the time. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, if I'm know. lying, I'll jab a needle in my eye. <laughs> You cross your heart, guys, and then you stick this needle in your eye, and boom, your eyes fuck. So, uh, you know, I've made no, I've made no secret of the drugs I've tried in the past. When I was younger, I dabbled with a little anything that came my way. Um, but heroin was one of those things. Well, anything with a needle, right? I don't, I'm not scared of needles, but I don't like having my flesh punctured because it's just not what it was designed to do. Um. You know, I'm not an off manual kind of guy, but, um, I never, I never had any interest in needles and I never had any interest in heroin because you just never hear of anyone doing heroin recreationally, like rock stars and authors and, uh, uh, actors, you know, they wind up coming out. They're like, yeah, I'm bad on heroin addiction. <laughs> like you said, I've sucked dick. I've done horrible fucking things for it. And then I remember the first time it was offered to me. It was, uh, they called it dog food and it looked like dog food. It was heroin and Coke, uh, cocaine, not Coca-Cola. I don't want to get sued. Um, it was heroin and Coke and they come in these little packets and you snort it. People don't realize that heroin is a, a major, uh, like a sedative. If you were to snort pure heroin, you just pass out or fucking die. So they mix it with a, a speed. So you're fucking goofballing. I remember the guy offered it to me and I was like, mm, no, no, that's cool. Everybody in the room is like, let's, let's fucking do this shit. Fast forward months later and half the people that were in that room with me were like moving back in with their parents. They're in fucking rehab and I'm not even fucking around, dude. Most of these, most of them wound up fucked up really bad. <clears throat> and it was kind of like, the fuck did you expect? <laughs> like everyone has a long history of, of doing that to people. I liked, I liked having fun. I drank a little, smoked a little, you know, but no, I don't want to do heroin with you. I don't want to do smack, you know, I don't know, man. I just, uh, so the idea of shooting it into your fucking eyeballs. Yeah. I just couldn't see myself doing that. No, no, no. I was always afraid to try anything. I was afraid I would like entirely too much. Yeah. Same. There were, um, and there were some that I did fuck around with, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm never gonna do that again." People, are like, oh, you didn't like it? Oh no, <laughs> no, 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 no! You misunderstand. That was pretty fucking awesome. And I don't want to be an addict. I don't. I don't want to suck dick for X. 
<laughs> Solve the equation. <laughs> Solve for X. Suck for X. I ain't doing it, man. Um, you know, look, if I'm going to suck a dick, it's because I want to, okay? It's because it's I really like the guy, and that's just where we go with it. But not for drugs. That's just rude. Yeah, you might cause a resonance cascade and open a rift between Earth and Zen. Then you would have to go through the rift mm-hmm. and you'd have to fight mm-hmm. uh, the monsters in Gonark. Uh-huh. And then you would make your way to the Nihilinth. It's just a whole big fucking mess, honestly, you don't want to get started with because it's just it's just going to keep snowballing. You're You're the reason that bullies exist, Adam. I just want you to know that you're the reason you're the reason that people beat up video game nerds. Yep. They weren't doing that before I was born. No, no. All me. It's all you. You get yep. to take credit for that, buddy. Our cadence is off today, gentlemen. Well, it's all right. There is no cadence. It can't cadence be off it. if there isn't one. There's, we usually have a better cadence than this. We're, we're disappointing me. And I'm we're very out sad. of phase. Today. No. No, Adam. No, this is just another... I don't even know anymore. I just don't even know anymore with you, Adam. Well, all we got to do to get revenge on Adam in this particular circumstance is find an eight-year-old Minecraft enthusiast (laughs) and uh, then tell the eight-year-old Minecraft enthusiast how much Adam enjoys Minecraft Minecraft, and then he's going to Minecraft your head off. And then just let him go. I yeah, never got, I never got into Minecraft, and that's um, it's good. It's a good game. Well, it's got a lot of elements of games, other games that I like with crafting and stuff like that. So I, I think it was one of those where uh, I was. I don't remember if I was really gaming back again back when Minecraft got big, but I think it was like a lot of things. And I do this, and I know that I'm bad for it. When shit gets popular, I avoid it. Like, yeah, because you're a hipster. Uh, you know, and that's that's what I hate about that. It's like I get into this weird loop where I'm like, you know, oh, fuck, it's popular. I don't like it. It's too oh. mainstream for me, dude. Right? I play something no one's playing. Oh, fuck God, yeah. now I'm a fucking hipster. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a horrible, vicious cycle, man. <laughs> horrible, vicious cycle. There's a reason that things get popular sometimes. No, I agree. No, I agree. Um, and that's as I've gotten older, that's something. Because when I was in my 20s, I was really fu- – I was a fucking hipster in my 20s. Not, Yeah. I didn't have the, the mustache. I was sort of a like a grunge hipster. You know, I had the, the flannel and the boots and fucking hated everything mainstream. Uh, did you own a bowler hat? Uh, no. No. This was pre – this was Just pre a fedora. Bowler. He just yeah. had a fedora. No, no bowler hats. No, um, no fedoras. The 90s – 90s hats weren't, it, it would have been the, what are they called? Trucker cap with the, the drug rugs, the drug rug fucking pullovers. And then you had to have the unlaced combat boots, right? Uh, um, trucker I had hats both. were a thing. I don't remember trucker hats too much in the 90s. I uh, yeah. They were there. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We didn't, I don't, the group that I hung out with, we were, we were metalheads that um, didn't go full grunge, you know, but, uh, I hated Nirvana. I fucking despised Nirvana at the time. Um, fucking love Alice in Chains. There were there were a lot of good bands that came out of the, the early 90s. But you know what's funny is that now <clears throat> I've gotten into some deep cut type stuff with Nirvana. And some of it was really good. Like I, I kind of understand why some of it clicked at the time too, right? Because sometimes it's 
there's music out there and there's been bands that I've listened to like Scatterbrain and shit like that, that were just, you hear the term ahead of their time. And sometimes that sounds a little douchey, but sometimes it's true. And I think movies and even literature can be the same way where if this had popped five or 10 years later than it did, it would have been super popular. Yeah, video games can kind of be the same way. Yeah, yeah. Like any any particular video game you're thinking of there, Adam? Oh, uh, well, let's see. I think maybe like Half-Life. Oh, was really? Probably... Well, that's first you've mentioned that. I haven't uh haven't I never I've never heard of it. It must be new. So Yeah, it's just it kind of went under the radar, I think, and mm, it was okay. just kind of so far ahead of its time. Yeah, I could I could see that. I hate you, by the way, just so that we're clear. I hate you. So um half-life yeah, <laughs> half-life just right just just skip the fucking flirting and just go half-life <laughs> about every 30 seconds you just hear half-life <laughs> but yeah i don't I, I i i do think some some stuff is is a little ahead of its time but i've tried to not um hate on things because it's popular now because i have missed out on some things um, you know, come back later and people are like, yeah, dude, that, it was always awesome. Glad you're just now discovering it. Yeah. Half-Life. Dan's going to be a huge Justin Bieber fan <laughs> in like 2041. <laughs> that does remind me though of like a lot of games that I play. Like you'll like avoid it cause it's popular and then you'll get on and no one else is on cause it's dead now. <laughs> right. And you're like, what the fuck? This game is cool. And everyone's like, yeah, but we already played it for five years. Right. <laughs> no, we're on to the next thing. I've done the same thing. We were just talking last night about how I never played Skyrim and it looks fun and it's my type of game. And I, but I was thinking about it cause I told you that last night and I said, it was my type of game. I never played it. I think it was because it got popular and like, n- in the gaming community, people would just not shut the fuck up about yeah. Skyrim. I'm like, oh my god! And so Half Life, Half Life, <laughs> right? It had been thirty. <laughs> it had been thirty seconds, and no one had said it. And I think um, so. Like I said, it, it does. Um, I do still. Um, I still do that from time to time, where something will be popular, and I'll I'll avoid it. Um, TV and movies, uh, TV especially. I don't watch a lot of TV anyway. But when people go on and on and on about a series, has anyone ever like ruined something for you, like a band or a show or yeah, video Breaking game? Bad, yeah, um, because they just wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Like Half Life, yeah, Half Life, Breaking, <laughs> Breaking like, Bad. I never I, watched Breaking Bad until it was over because people wouldn't shut up about it. Yeah, it was just like I mean, I get it. I'm sure that it's cool, but could you talk about anything else? Being a musician. For 20, 30 years now, um, you'd hang out with guys and <clears throat> they'd, they'd discover a band and then just wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. And it, you you would get to the point where you're, it, I could not stand to even con- consider liking the band because of one or two people that would not shut the fuck up about it. And then years later, you listen and you go, man, these guys are fucking good. You know, um, I was trying to think there was somebody that... One Machine Head. I did have a buddy that would never shut the fuck up about Machine Head, but now they're one of my favorite bands. Um, I was trying to think of who it is. I know the guy. I can I can see the guy in my in my head. I know the guy I'm thinking of, but I can't think of the band that it was where <clears throat> kind of like Adam's obsession with Half-Life lately, everything would somehow 
turn into talking about this band and I refuse to fucking listen to them. And then years later, I, that's so annoying. And that's why I do it. Oh, I know. I, right. Exactly. It's, and and we all get obsessed with stuff where we, where we enjoy something and we want other people to like it. But I think we all have enough sense that we know that that can backfire too, you know? So, um, if I like something, I tell somebody about it and then, it's usually about the end of it. I, mean, I don't, I try not to harp because I know that for me, that does, does not always have the desired effect. You know, Hey, if I talk about something enough and I pound it into someone's head, they're going to like it too. And then we can talk about it together. <laughs> we can talk about it together. It's like, I've, I've never experienced that outcome actually. It's interesting to run into uh, millennials and Gen Zers after they discover Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I've never had they, that happen, but they act like you know they just you know they just discovered Led Zeppelin, and you know since they just discovered it, they think nobody else knows about Led Zeppelin. <laughs> it is fucking hilarious. You guys ever heard of this new band, Led Zeppelin? You know, and I think we probably all have done that. Um, as far as like, you know, you get into your, well, not me, but I was going to say get your parents, you know, records or whatever and listen to music, but, but it's um, fucking Led Zeppelin. Yeah. I mean, that's the, it's not something that was only popular for like a few years yeah, it's or like, in some genre, some thin genre of music. Yeah. I would agree with that. I mean, every, anybody that's, um, listened to music knows who the fuck Zeppelin is. Right. Um, that reminds me of that band, uh, um, oh, they took a bunk, Greta Van Fleet, right? And they take a lot of shit for trying to sound too much like Zeppelin. And I know there's even been, even Robert Plant has had comments on it because they asked the guys in Greta Van Fleet, like, who are your influences? And they never mentioned Zeppelin. And if you listen to the, if you listen to the, the music and you listen to the kid's voice, um, he does do a lot of the, 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 Robert Plant ish type whales and things like that. And people were shitting on him. I like Greta Van Fleet. And do they sound like Zeppelin? Yes, of course they do. Um, do I think they're trying to steal Zeppelin sound? No, I really don't think they are. Um, I think that going into the studio, people don't understand that when bands go into the studio, they start to get kind of groomed into what the, the, record company and these producers want them to be. And when they heard his voice and they heard the way that they jam, of course they heard a Zeppelin vibe and they're like, Hey, maybe we should, maybe you guys should do this. And when somebody's paying your bills, as we all know, you tend to do what they want you to do, even as a musician. Right. But it's been Zeppelin hasn't released an album since like late seventies, I think early eighties. And we're in 2000, 20-ish now. So yeah, you're going to get a band that kind of, so what? <laughs> there's, I mean, it, it just, it, it's a, well, it's, there's I mean, lots of bands that sound like other bands. You know what I mean? Well, I hate to tell you this, but let's say, I mean, I know AI is getting better and better, but it's not great yet because it can't write a Harry Potter story. But <laughs> if you fed every Led Zeppelin track ever, into an AI and said, okay, make a new Led Zeppelin song. I would actually listen to what the fuck it came up with, you know, just in case it fucked up and got it right. That's all I'm saying. You know, it's funny you say that because I think they did that. 
and I was it Zeppelin. I can't. There remember is who. AI like that. Like they can give it a bunch of music. Yeah, and, and I, it'll I, be I, like, okay, they use these four chords a lot, and it'll I, and like these notes and these scales, and it'll just come up with like a bunch of different variations, and then you just pick the one that sounds good. Yeah, Led Zeppelin. Like, <laughs> oh, it exists. Yes. Uh, three thousand. When you said that, I, I it clicked, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" And what's funny, and they got a guy to to do like the plant parts, Robert Plant parts. And if you listen to it right, it's obviously dorky because it's AI, but the music part of it was kind of like, "Huh," you know. And I know that was very rambly. My my Zeppelin Greta Van Fleet thing was very rambly, but um, it was just something that that sticks in my fucking crawl when people shit all over Greta Van Fleet because they're a good band. The kids are obviously talented um, and I enjoy it. And sometimes you gotta sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up and listen to the music. Quit quit trying to and, 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 and again, being a musician and growing up with musicians and hanging out with them, they will pick apart bands all fucking day long. And I'll do it if, if the band, if I truly feel the band is crap I will be like, ugh, you know, and I'll tell you why I think they're crap. But to just sit and pick apart music annoys the fuck out of me. And I don't care what kind of music it is, if it's rap or pop or metal. You can or reduce anything and make it sound stupid. Exactly. Oh, what you doing? <clears throat> plucking fucking the thing that's got only 12 notes over and over. <laughs> fucking, oh, putting it together again. Oh, same chord as last time. It's like there's only 12 of them. Oh, same chord as last time. Right. It's fucking dumb. Multiplied by every person that's ever picked up a musical like, instrument. Thing, every chord progression's been done, guys. <laughs> like it's going to be something that's already been done. No, he's copying this guy from 1653. <laughs> <laughs> bingo right and there's there's this comedy troupe they were on one of those you know america's got talent or something like that and they're not they're they're australian or something but it's these three dudes one of them's like really short i think it's like a guitar player uh piano or you know anyway they that's what they do they meld their comic routine is melding like 30 songs together yeah um and and it shows just how, uh, you know, inbred pop music is. But you still like those songs and you still... You can't blame pop musician, uh, musicians for finding the chords that sound good. No, and, you know, a lot of pop music um, is written by ghost writers um, that never you've never heard of. But there's a couple of them out there, and I can't remember their names that are incredibly wealthy because they have written some of the, the, the biggest songs that um, have Max been recorded. Martin. What's his name? Max Martin wrote almost every hit single ever. <laughs> right. And, and it's probably, he's probably one of the guys I'm thinking of when I did the research. He's a fucking <clears throat> and, Swedish dude. And if you look up like all the songs that he's written, it's like, been the hot 10 for like 20 years yeah you're like yep 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 like you know every <laughs> fucking song you bobbed your head to it um and the people don't understand too a lot with your pop artists those folks come in and um they get given these songs to record you know and yeah. when you're when you're a really good musician and, and again people don't understand 
a lot of these pop singers and shit are very well educated in music. Um, they know music theory and they can read music. Um, they've been eating, sleeping and breathing this their entire lives. Um, it's not just like they popped up one day and someone heard them and like they did what one day popped up one day. Um, Half-Life. Half-Life. It had been too long. Right? We are going to lose our sponsorship. I will Um, say the new Black Mesa score is really good. So I'm a huge fan of the Doom. Was it not Eternal? What was the one that was before Doom Eternal? Doom 2016? Might have been. Doug. Yeah. I played the shit out of that. And yeah, it, that was yeah, the one. It was 2016. 2016. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I don't I know you, if that was the name of it, but that was about the time I it came out. I think they just called it Doom. I think it was just Doom. It's Doom. Yeah. So, um, what is his name? Mick? Gordon. Might be Mick Gordon, actually. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you that like metal, but don't give a flying fuck about video games, just to pull up the Doom soundtrack, just play it on YouTube. It is some of the heaviest, hardest hitting. Oh my God. You know, don't (laughs) listen to it while you're driving uh, music (laughs) that has ever been made. Yeah. Mick Gordon, he's an Australian um, composer and sound designer. And he did, uh, he did like Wolfenstein two, I think. And, but doom uh, that, that the doom that we're referring to the video game, the fucking soundtrack for that. Like, like he said, don't, don't listen to it while you're driving, man. You'll go mad max. And I watched a video uh, on YouTube, like a behind the scenes of how he did that. And again, you, you don't realize just how educated and, and deep these folks go into music, watching him uh, fuck around with all the electronic shit that he used. Um, and some of it sounds really simple, right? And in metal music, some of the best metal music out there is simple, you know. And people like to shit on that. And I was I was in a band with some guys for years, and one of the things that kind of split us up was the drummer and I. I was a bass player, and the drummer and I, we were very basic and simple, man. We just wanted to groove, and we wanted people to like bob their head. Our guitar player at the time was he would kind of shit on that, and he wanted to get more and more complicated and. It's a, it's kind of a common, it's a common thing that you see, especially with guitar players where when it's too simple, they make fun of it. Like it's gotta be complicated and difficult and all these weird sweep arpeggios and things like that. Well, and I, I don't know. I mean, I love that kind of stuff. Right. I, I mean, I, I listen to some of the, we're doing a mathematical metal now. So everyone yeah, needs to follow I, me. Gojira and some of those bands that do math metal are, are fucking incredible. Right. But there's something to be said, especially in metal, of a good fucking heavy riff. Um, yeah, I mean, you have to be complicated, but also good. You can't just be complicated <laughs> and think right. that that's going to make it good. We well, uh, go ahead. There's Ingve Malmsteen. Fuck that motherfucker. Well, and it's <laughs> funny you say that because I was thinking one of the the first CDs, or was it the first? I think the first real CD that or, or album that we recorded uh, or that I ever recorded was with a band and we went up to Cleveland and uh, recorded in this guy's studio. It was like a basement studio. And uh, he was one of those Ingve Malmsteen dickheads, you know, 
And he's, uh, he's like, Oh, you, you can come open for me that night. You know, we're recording and you can come open for me. So we got up on stage and we do our thing and it was a small little club, not, not a big deal. And got some people, woo you know, and then he gets up there and it's just 40 minutes of, and it was like the most boring bullshit thing. He had like two fucking yeah. Hipster dudes standing in front of him, rubbing their cocks. And the rest of the bar was just <laughs> shooting back dirty fucking looks at the stage the entire night. And it's like that kind of bullshit. The only, the only people who like that bullshit are other musicians who do that bullshit. And then they just sit and listen to it to talk crap on it. It's there's nothing entertaining about listening to somebody do scales it, and, and modes over and over and over at lightning speed. If it's not inside the context of something. Dude, I look at it the same way. I look at that experimental jazz where you got four people playing together, but they're all playing a different goddamn song. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You just wouldn't get it. Right. You wouldn't get it. If nobody gets it, it's bad. If nobody gets it, right. If nobody gets it, it's good. That's the point. You have to be one of four people to get this. (laughs) And it's the four people playing it. Yes, exactly. Because I love jazz. I mean, jazz is, some of those guys are the most incredible fucking musicians. And I hear them do runs and stuff. And I go, where did your brain, how, God damn it. And then I put all my music gear up on eBay again. Um, of course, there's 12 year olds that make me want to do that. So, but yeah, it's, um, you know, and I understand subjectivity and I understand that music and art and all that. But sometimes like art, when you see it's like a white canvas with a red squiggle and a black dot. And people are like, my God, it's magnificent. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. I, I'm in that camp that the smaller an audience that something appeals to, it's like, you know, that doesn't make you distinguished or, um, you know, suave you have a lot of savoir faire savoir faire yeah it it you know it 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 doesn't make you cool it just makes you a schmuck (laughs) half-life i i was gonna do it dude fuck off i wanted to do it (laughs) fuck you i did it half-life half-life yeah i agree doug i think that um it doesn't make it necessarily bad if only a few people like it but at the same time it doesn't make it well, you know, particularly good because only if you like, oh, you don't understand. Well, okay, that's fine, but just give because me a I band that only three people understand and let me know how good, how good they do. Right, exactly. How much money that, they make. If the fewer people that like it was the um, was the measure of success, the bullshit podcast would be the greatest goddamn podcast in the world, <laughs> right? Yeah, would, we just don't have a great PR department. That's what it is, Doug. Is we are so avant-garde that people just don't get it. They don't understand. Right? It's so, like it's, it's a stream like, of consciousness. That, it's like Half Life. Like, it's like Half Life. You it's just don't like Half Life. You don't get it, right? I'm just saying. So I will say, there's a part in Half Life that makes no sense. They just threw it in, and that's when you launch a rocket into space. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And there's like no explanation as to why you're supposed to do that. My guess, and I because I have played the game, my guess is that maybe um, one, it was like one of those things where they they had a point to it, but then it just never got 
you know, explaining the game because of budget or time, or yeah. it was uh, maybe to uh, explain another game or something in another game. Oh, yeah, I, like I think when, it'll be explained in Half-Life 3. In Half-Life 3, right, yeah. I, I've, I've played games like that where you do something and then in the sequel, it kind of calls back to it. And you're like, oh, the thing, yeah. Um, but it's it's fucking hard to tell, you know. They're like, Gordon, you must launch this rocket into space. And I'm what? like, why? And they're like, to close the portal. And I'm like, is it in space? And they're like, no, it's in the facility. And I'm like, okay. The, okay. And you know as well as I do, it could have been an inside joke, right? I mean... <laughs> yeah, imagine <that's> <laughs> imagine dicks like us fucking building video games like, so what does uh, he do next he launches a <laughs> fucking he rocket. launches a rocket into space right exactly why so you're gonna, you're gonna launch okay, your fucking rocket doug oh, is that what you can do you can launch your rocket and a week later there's a fucking part in the game doug's like yeah yeah they are asshole <laughs> to get past your fucking part they gotta launch a fucking rocket before they get to adam's part god damn it so, and he's the project manager, so, you know, that's just how it works. The world is a strange place, and the older I get, the more I realize that, and the more I just kind of accept it. I don't, when I was younger, and, and to this day, I guess, to some degree, but I always need to know the reasons why. And it's made me, in my career, it's, it's done me well, because it's what I do. I troubleshoot things, so needing to know the reason why compels me to do my job. But um, I'm not as bad in, in just real life as I used to be in my, when I was younger, now shit happens and I go, ah, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I go about my business <laughs> because I, it, it, there's, I've seen so many weird fucking things or, you know, you hear a story about something from 20 years ago and you're like, huh? So that's why they did that weird. And you move on with your day. So yeah, take it as it comes folks. And, and don't try to, don't try to figure everything out. It'll make you crazy. Well, you remember, speaking of things 20 years later, uh, you remember that uh, Half -Life. Go goofy song that um, Meatloaf did? Uh, I would do anything for love, but I won't, I won't do, that. do that. Yep. Well, they revealed a couple of years ago um, why he actually did that song. He was romantically involved with a woman and she wanted to mess around with his butt and do butt stuff. And literally, he wrote that song. <laughs> I'll do anything for love, no, but, but I won't, I won't do, do that. that. <laughs> oh, no. See, and there you go, right? And, and people have probably been pontificating for... 30 years on what the lyrics of that song meant, you know, and, it's, and I don't like, want to do butt stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I won't, I won't let you put your finger at my butt. <laughs> I got the hemorrhoids, Alice. You can't put your finger in there. There will be no pegging. <laughs> <laughs> and I love when, I love when stuff like that, again, when, when people just go into in depth on stuff and then write 20, 30 years later, you find out, I was high as fuck. I don't know. You know, I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, and people have been obsessing over it for like twenty years, right? And and get you know, um, lyrics for songs are probably the um, the biggest uh, you know example of that. And I think of like uh, Tool as as an example. You know, Maynard's lyrics are sometimes really out there and and twisty, and people try to break them down, and it's like, dude stop. I mean, whatever they mean to you, great. And that's, 
a lot of musicians won't discuss what their lyrics are about. One, because I think sometimes, right, it is stupid shit. And they're like, no, I'm, I will never. That, that song's making me a lot of money. I will never, ever tell you what that part is about because it's about butt stuff um, or half-life, one or the other. And I'm not going to tell you about it. And then some, you know, musicians will say whatever it means to you. And we had songs that people would, um, we had a kid tell us one time that, uh, that he was like on the verge of suicide and supposedly one of our songs like touched him or my lead singer touched him. I don't know. And, um, in his no, no place, maybe in his no, no place, maybe in his, I didn't think that I wanted it their place, but maybe I do place. I don't know. Um, half life. Half life, but he um, and he had asked us, you know, like what the lyrics meant and stuff. And honestly, we didn't know. I mean, at the time, our our singer wrote all the lyrics, and um, I remember just kind of leading him into that whole, uh, "Hey man, whatever they mean to you," kind of thing. Because I had seen that, I had seen other musicians do that in in interviews. So I was like, "Hey man, you know, it's it's about what it means to you." Um, but it is subjectivity and that's, and again, it goes back to art and music and literature. It's you, everybody reads or hears a song or, or sees a piece of art and your, your own life experiences kind of tell you what it means to you. And I think maybe that's why people do like to um, find someone that likes a band like them and has the same, you know, kind of feeling for it because then you realize that you, you might have other things in common, Right. Um, that said, um, I've also found that that's not true and that, you know, oh, we both like seven dust, but you're a complete cockhole, you know? Um, I know there's a band called clutch that I like a lot, but I, I it's odd. Every time I go to their concerts, half their fucking crowd pisses me off because they're just cockheads. And it's like, how in the hell do we all like the same band? But you know, I don't know, Dan, how is that? <sighs> I, I mean, because they're cockheads, those guys, those other yeah, guys. Yeah, them. 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 Yeah, those guys, but, <laughs> not, ne- but not Dan. The nefarious no, them. No. Hey, <laughs> hey. We well, have, I like I'm, the same stuff, and we're exactly the same, except for the fact that they're assholes, and I'm not. See, thank you, Adam. I'm glad that you understand. I'm glad that yeah, you can. I mean, it's like Half-Life. Think, I'm glad you can see through the Half-Life and help me Half-Life my Half-Life. So, that's... uh. <laughs> Yeah, if I think I think Valve should give us money for this podcast. Half Life Valve doesn't give anybody money. Give us ten cents per Half Life. Okay, I like that. <laughs> be like me playing uh, uh, Phasmophobia. I would just be like in, on today's uh, podcast. Half Life, Half Life, Half Life, Half Life. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward silence. Enter Half-Life. That's well, awkward. Not all silence is awkward. Mm. You guys were talking about like watching silence. a rocket earlier. You want to uh, launch a rocket with me, Doug? Um, you want to launch you my rocket, Doug? ever see uh, Penis. a cartoon called Black Dynamite? <sighs> no, I remember a character called Black Dynamite. Yeah, but... and there, there was a character. Uh, they did a movie it was the uh michael high white the guy that did spawn he's sort of been the uh driving force behind black dynamite but they also did an animated series and that shit is hilarious as hell 
in one of my favorite episodes, uh, he wound up going to the moon and uh, he was having uh, disagreements with O.J. Simpson. And this was after O.J. Simpson had been. uh, Yeah. Anyway, so he's uh, on the moon and he just picks up and chunks this rock as hard as he can towards the earth and later on flies back and uh, goes to his orphanage, which uh, it is a combination of whorehouse and orphanage. Therefore, oh, it's the orphanage. Lovely. So he's having an argument with uh, O.J. Simpson at the orphanage, and then the rock that he threw from the moon comes through the roof and hits O.J. in the head, and he's like, yeah, I threw that from the moon, motherfucker. And yes, that has nothing to do with anything. So I thought I would just stick a pointless story right here in the middle. That reminds me of (laughs) Half-Life. Because in Half-Life, it could be, you could kind of say that it's sort of like the Nihilinth in Half-Life, right? Mm, You could kind of say that. You could. could. You'd be wrong, you could say it. And... (laughs) At the end of the game, you defeat this Nihilinth. It looks like a giant fetus with uh, scrawny little uh, fucking legs that are just decaying. And, big brain, small peen. Yeah, the giant head, big brain, no dick. That's why you win. Well, that's why it's angry. That's why it's trying to take over the world. Because Gordon Freeman has a monster cock. Monster dong. Yeah, it's actually written into the lore at the beginning of the game. <laughs> you are Gordon Freeman, and you have a monster cock, and you're also a theoretical physicist working at Black Mesa. Oh, I think most theoretical physicists have got monster dongs. I mean, I think that's I mean, theoretically, a, yeah. Theoretically, that's, they've got that in common, right? Yeah, this so is, I've heard. This is just, I just, I feel like we, we're we just wasting bandwidth on this one. So, at the beginning of Black Mesa... <laughs> Stop! <laughs> you must be stopped! Oh my god! I'm gonna... you, get a, you get an achievement... <sighs> When you when you go through the bathroom, <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna go grab another Red Bull to boof because if I gotta listen to this shit for another fucking fourteen minutes, you're just you're gonna, all right. Well, wait. I'm not we'll even wait. gonna mute my mic. Fuck it. You yeah. can all listen to me go get a Red Bull. Dear we'll wait. Lord. I need to. I need to tell you this. Half life. 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 Need some intermission music. Dan back nine eleven. <laughs> All right, so you're just going with what works, huh? It's you, get, you get you get an achievement. Oh God! <laughs> when at the beginning of the game you go into the bathroom and one of the scientists needs toilet paper, so you can grab the toilet paper off of the uh, bathroom sink and throw it to him over the stall, and you get an achievement for that. So anyone who's hunting achievements in Half Life that's listening to this, um, you can you can do that. So, um, good. Just keep that in your back pocket as you're playing through. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna sit here and let awkward <laughs> silence prevail. Yeah, just keep that in your back pocket as you're playing through uh, Black Mesa, guys. <laughs> this is very much like. So again, I, 
being on stage and I've, I've bombed on stage so many times I can't even count. And it's just a, it's a weird, awkward feeling, right? When you know that, that everyone's looking at you and thinking you suck. And I just, not I'm, the, I'm not having the same that, thing because no one having, listens to this. I'm having that like two people do it. If I you feel bomb like in front of an empty fucking venue, is it really bombing? <laughs> if an artist falls in the middle of the woods and no one's around to be embarrassed for him, did he really fail? Yeah, I mean, there is that, right? It's strange because um, most of the time, the three of us can't stop fucking talking. And, um, you know, here we are just sort of, yeah, piecemealing it together as best we can. <laughs> half life. It together, like Half-Life. Half-Life. <laughs> I just, I can't carry this podcast on my shoulders anymore. I think I'm going to have to break out and go solo. <laughs> you go right ahead with that. That's... It doesn't. That's not going to help. <laughs> maybe that's it all right. will. You're gonna be, <laughs> maybe it will. It's all right. You're just going to be the experimental jazz of the podcast world. <laughs> Go right ahead. You yeah. guys just don't get it. You guys just don't get me. I can't be. I can't be held down by you anymore. I need to walk hard. I really figured that would trigger Doug, but. I, I apologize. That's kind of like Half Life, honestly. A little ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, I got. Wrong kid, Dad. <laughs> what is that? Oh no, that's bad. No, that's very no. There's no 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 no. That's terrible, terrible. That's terrible. That was not soothing at all, Adam. Not at all. That wasn't me. Oh, of course it was Doug. God damn it! I should know. If somebody's gonna annoy me, it's gonna be Doug. <laughs> that's not too bad. That's yeah. Jesus Christ, gentlemen. <laughs> This is the podcast. <laughs> Come on, Adam. Give me a tugboat sound effect. <laughs> what the fuck has happened? <laughs> For like 40 episodes, we, we had some cohesion and cadence, and this one just... Oh, my God. <laughs> this is like the ADD Christmas special. <laughs> Almost as bad as the Star Wars Christmas special. Uh, almost. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, almost. Let's With more Half-Life. With more Half-Life. With at least double the Half-Life. <sighs> Wouldn't that be a full life? No, because a Half-Life means every so often it decays in half. Mm-hmm. So it it's it doesn't ever fully decay. It just mm-hmm. keeps getting cut in half. But if it was a full life, then it would just decay completely and be done. So it wouldn't be as fun. It just keeps getting cut in half, like Dewey yeah, it Cox. Never goes away. Like Dewey Cox, wrong <laughs> oh, kid, Dad. Oh yeah, yeah. So what do you got, Dan? What do we? What do we? Do? I'm. I. I am speechless. It just. I am. That a, is a first. That is. I think we might have a world first. I agree. I agree. I am just incredibly amused and and befuddled as to how we uh, we just lost control of this one, right? We never had control of it. 
We started with nothing and we ended with literally nothing. So I, I feel like did we really lose? I, I like this is this is like watching a sitcom, you know. Just like, end where you start. This will be the yeah. This will be the episode that people are like, yeah. That's when they started going downhill. Like, well, it wasn't a, <laughs> it wasn't a big hill to come down from to begin with. So, um, yeah, you know, we may um, we may want to go back to like actually doing some research on topics in the future. Well, we'd have to remember there was a podcast. Well, there. <laughs> We okay. have to remember not at two o'clock in the morning. All right. Well, like, oh yeah, there's a podcast tomorrow. Yeah, huh. there, <laughs> and and literally, I I got up, put pants on, and came in here and sat down. So yeah, I'm that, definitely not as sharp as I could be. That it sounded like you were trying your best to do your best drunk John Madden impression. <laughs> and the thing about podcasts, yeah, is they're podcasts. Get a podcast tomorrow. Well, I mean, we were. Kind of, we were, we were drunk on top of a mountain staring at the sky and we're like, oh yeah, podcast. Podcast. <laughs> podcast tomorrow. <laughs> Shit. So, sober up and go do a podcast. And then Doug, same thing. We're talking. He's like, oh fuck, today's podcast day, isn't it? Really? Yep. Dan's like, Dan's like, I'm going to go, uh, I'll be, I'll be at my computer shortly. And Doug's like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. And like fucking do I, why do I care? I don't, oh, stop podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That was literally the thought process. Yeah. We figured as much. So, and that's unusual for all three of us to forget uh, that, that it's podcast Friday. Right. Yeah, usually at least one of us remembers. Right. You know, and it's usually Doug, honestly. Um, yeah. he, and this is why. Even I though, blame Doug. Yeah, I agree. I right, exactly. It's Doug's fault, um, and it's funny because you know Doug will be like on starting on that fucking Monday. He'll be like it's podcast Friday, podcast Friday. Hey, guess what? Daytime, nighttime, podcast Friday. <laughs> I'm like Doug, shut the fuck up. I know it's fucking podcast Friday. Jesus fucking Christ! But when he doesn't remind you, then you when don't he know. doesn't, I completely fucking forget. So <laughs> fuck me, basically. He knows um, you. He knows you. That's why it reminds yeah, you every 10 minutes. Every two, right. I'd say all three of us are pretty good Good about needing a little reminder. So <laughs> I do have a, uh, I have an alarm set. It goes off every Friday, actually, because iPhone, I don't think it'll let you do every two weeks. No, it won't. It um, sucks. Which is dumb, right? But yeah, it's, uh, it goes off every Friday and says podcast, question mark. <laughs> so <laughs> I would have, I would have remembered at nine o'clock this morning, regardless, but, um, yeah, and I don't really have any funny stories that I can think of. You know, at one point Doug said we should share funny stories, and I, yeah, that's a great idea. And I did. I shared a couple that I thought were amusing. And as I was stumbling to the refrigerator to get a Red Bull this morning, I was trying to determine, you know, if there was a funny story I could talk about. I was like, man, the last couple of weeks or so, ain't been nothing funny happened. Not, not really. Ain't I mean, shit funny, bro. Shit's getting serious out here. Serious. Seriously. So, um, you know, at this point, uh, I'm good with calling it because. Uh, I, nah, nah, nah. I just it's not an hour yet. fucking. We're close enough. That's, nah, that's what nah, I'm thinking. Nah. Let's circle the fucking hanger a couple times. Hey, I'll tell you what, what would be the best outro. Adam, why don't you play your music for four minutes? <laughs> oh, God. Half-Life. <laughs> God damn it. Half-Life.
Look! Look! Half-Life. Half-Life. Half-Life? Half-Life? Half-Life.